Hello, and welcome to Prehealth Particulars. I'm Mindy Calvillo, the General Advisor in the Prehealth Office here at Baylor. And I'm Coco DeMaro, Prehealth Academic Advisor in the Honors Program. We're very excited you're here. In each episode of this podcast, we'll break down an element of being a Prehealth student to help you be successful and make the right decisions for you. Let's dive in. In this episode, we'll be discussing dropping classes. We'll break it down by how do you drop a class? When should you drop a class? What are the consequences of dropping a class? Which is better, a C or a W on your transcript? Understanding academic forgiveness? And then exceptions to the rule. How do you drop a class? This is a step that the pre-health office does not help with. We cannot help you drop classes. We can only advise you on how it would affect your professional school application. So keep in mind you must go through your academic advising office to drop a class. Contact your academic advisor if you are not sure what process to follow to drop a class. There are two different drop periods to be aware of. Prior to the 12th class day, students can change their schedules without the classes appearing on their transcripts. During this time, it is more like deleting classes. Be aware that you are only able to add classes back into your schedule during the first week of classes at the beginning of the semester. After the 12th class day, students will begin to receive a W, or withdrawal, for any classes that are dropped. We will be discussing the second type of drops today, those that create Ws on your transcripts. When should you drop a class? I'll assume this question is being asked by a student who has passed the point in the semester when they can adjust their schedules without the consequences that Coco just mentioned. My recommendation typically depends on what the class is. If this is a course you're going to have to take again, aka a prerequisite for a professional school or a requirement for your major, stay in the course as long as you can. That way, when you take the course again, you have a lot of content that you're just reviewing so you have a better chance of doing well the second time around. Remember, there is a point in the semester when you're no longer allowed to drop classes. The date will differ each semester, but it will be roughly 11 to 12 weeks into the semester. It's important to note that if you do not plan to attend classes or participate in a class at a point in the semester, you should drop the class once you stop attending. Failing to attend and participate can result in getting a WF, or withdraw failing, on your transcript which will be much worse than just a standalone W. What are the consequences of dropping a class? There are several consequences to consider when dropping a class including financial, lost time, delaying your timeline, and personal impact. Dropping a class can affect your financial aid, VA benefits, and scholarships. Be aware of how many hours you will have left when you drop a class. Going below 12 hours, which is the minimum for full-time status, can have a lot of consequences financially, including affecting your insurance or causing you to owe money back to grants or scholarships that require full-time status. Being a VA student, you should always check with the VA office on how a drop will affect your funding before going to your academic advisor. Dropping down below full-time status can also affect your housing if you are living on campus. Dropping a class will also delay your timeline. At Baylor, any class that is attempted must be completed at Baylor. Meaning, if you take Bio 1305 at Baylor in your first semester, the only way you can get credit for Bio 1305 is to take it and complete it at Baylor. 
This means you cannot take it at a community college or local university back home. And side note, you should never take sciences at a community college anyway. This means you will be taking this class again in the spring, postponing your other biology courses needed for your major or professional school of choice. Since we don't typically recommend students take science classes in summer, and never recommend you take them online or at a community college, dropping a science course can have a lot more effect on your timeline being delayed than dropping sociology or psychology. Mindy will cover some of the perceived consequences with professional schools next. Which is better, a C or a W on your transcript? Always talk to your professors prior to dropping a class. You may find that things are not as dire as you think. A common occurrence for pre-health students is having a different standard of failure. Never drop a class because you don't have an A plus in the class. An A, B, or C is an acceptable grade. You cannot take a class that you got a C or better in. All you can do if you make a C is to do better going forward. If you can get a C in the class, that is going to be better than a W. An upward trajectory on the transcript will look better to a medical school than a W. An upward trajectory just means that maybe your first semester or first year wasn't great, but you figured out how to study and do well and you're able to bring your GPA back around and show overall understanding of content and science aptitude. Professional schools understand that transitioning to college takes time. However, if you drop a class or have a C every semester, this is not going to be a strong application. A general rule is that you get one C or W during your time in undergrad. Any more than that, and you will need to have an explanation of what was going on and why you think you're ready for the rigors of professional school. The reason we recommend taking the C over the W is that in professional schools, specifically medical school, you will not be able to drop classes. Having a professor that you don't learn effectively from or that grades harder than other professors is just preparing you for professional school. Usually, we recommend students take the C and move on with their next course in their sequence. It shows that you tried and did not give up. We'll go over the caveat to this shortly. Some helpful advice in this situation is to be proactive when going into a semester where you're going to be taking a class that you know you may struggle with. Or once you realize a class is more than you expected, seek out help as soon as possible. One bad test in a semester does not mean you're going to fail the class. But not being reactive to a bad grade or not being proactive before the bad grade happens guarantees that you will not do your best. If you don't know how to study, contact the pre-health mentors for support and help in learning to study smarter, not harder. Remember that lots of classes offer SI sessions and have tutors available as well. Exceptions to the rule. There is a huge exception to the rule that needs to be stated. If you are struggling mentally, or if one class is destroying your grades in all your classes, drop it. Always take care of yourself first. In the same spirit, if your mental health is affecting your ability to do well in classes, please seek out support from the Counseling Center. If you need help with managing your schedule, learning to study, or basic day-to-day -day help with school, there are the pre-health mentors, as well as the learning lab located in the basement of Sid Rich. Understanding Academic Forgiveness I have a lot of students that quote the academic forgiveness option to me when we talk about dropping classes. 
know that as a pre-health student, this policy does not apply to you the way it does to other students. When you apply to a professional school, you have to input every single grade. This includes dual credit grades, courses that didn't transfer into Baylor, and courses that you have to repeat. For example, if you decide to fail a course instead of drop it and plan to use academic forgiveness to remove the grade from your GPA and retake it, that only works for your Baylor GPA. Your overall GPA and your math and science GPA will still calculate that failed grade into your total. It is also important to note that if you fail a course and have to retake it, you are not replacing that grade. At best, you would just average those two grades together. If you make an F the first time and make a B the second time, that basically comes out to a C minus. This is why I don't tend to recommend students retake courses that they make a C in. If you come out with an A, that's basically averaging to a B, which isn't that impactful. Remember, academic forgiveness does not apply to medical schools or professional schools. It only applies to one of the ways that professional schools calculate your GPA. In summary, once you attempt a course at Baylor, you must complete the course at Baylor. Dropping classes is done through your academic advisor, not your pre-health advisor. Take the C over the W if you can get a C. Always double check that you are actually failing and not that you simply feel like you are failing. You will have to retake a class if you drop it with a W. Academic forgiveness does not count for any other institution outside of Baylor University. If you take a class and get a D and use academic forgiveness, you will still have to report that D on your applications to professional schools. And lastly, if something is affecting your mental health, let it go. Don't torment yourself to try and look good for medical schools. I want to thank you for joining us and listening to all our information. I know this is a stressful topic. Please remember to take a breath. You have to do what is right for you. This episode is to give you knowledge ahead of time so you can have a proactive approach. We're here to help you, but there are so many resources on campus in addition to our office. Please know you are not alone and stay tuned for more episodes. In the meantime, feel free to go to baylor.edu prehealth for more information. We look forward to talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.